Welcome back. Week eight. Charlotte's here. I know I was mistaken. We're two weeks <laughs> out from when I said she would be here, but she is here today. I, had a, I panicked. I was like on my walk listening to your podcast. And you were like, sure, we'll be here next week. And I was like, oh my gosh, did I get the day wrong? Did I miss it? But uh, I, was, I was more worried about dad because I told him, I was like, oh yeah, next week off. And then yeah. I was like, he already forgets every week. <laughs> so I was like, I'm like, you don't have next week off. <laughs> but no, he was fine with it. Should I introduce myself? Yeah. I'm Charlotte. And well, I don't know. There's not a lot to say, I guess. I am married with two children and I have a degree from BYU in f- basically family studies. That's not what it's called, but it's too long-winded. Hmm. And I'm a mom that stays home and that's it. Oh, I was going to say what podcast I listen to because no one uh, yeah. who's been on Good here idea. has said anything. Well, I don't think a lot of our family members listen to that many podcasts. Well, I listen to a lot, so. Yeah, throw them out there. So, I do listen to a lot of true crime. I'm, I'm one of those. Classy. Claire said I was a psychopath, so it's fine. Um, Claire likes Taylor Swift. <laughs> I appreciate Taylor Swift. I'm not like a super fan. Um, Anatomy of Murder is one. Crime Junkie, that one's really popular. Um, I've heard of that one. Yeah. Something Was Wrong was interesting. It just like talks about people like getting relationships and then the person's like completely lying to them about mm. who they are. And The Bad Broadcast is a good one. Never even heard of those. She's a, that's not actually a crime podcast. She just kind of says what she wants, which is very fun because she's kind of like positively negative. I don't know how to explain that hmm. better, but like it's very funny. Yeah, but so is this I, her talking about life then? She talks about, like she has people submit sometimes, so like worst in-law stories or uh, like worst OBGYN stories. Sometimes she just like, this episode she talked about the Netflix documentary, The Tinder Swindler. Have you seen it? No. <laughs> He's like a guy who, um, he finds women on Tinder and then he like pretends he's super rich and so he like takes them on private jets and um, buys I mean, some things. He's got to be kind of rich if he's taking them on private No, no, no. Jets. This is the catch though. Oh. <laughs> is that like... he then tells them that men are like there's bad people that want to hurt him and this is like far into their relationship where they kind of are already like oh, I love this yeah. man and they're like he, he tells them like I need $20,000. So these women are getting like loans at nine different banks and stuff to like give him this one lady gave him two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and then they find out later because she's like we need to you know investigate stuff yeah. that he's funding his new girls with the money oh. that his current girlfriends are giving to him. So they call it like a Ponzi scheme. Anyway, it was you know, really crazy. If you're smart enough to put that together and do that, you have to be able to have the smarts to do something else job. more productive. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yes. that would take. I mean, that would be so hard. Well, and he went to jail for like 15 months, but he's back out and back on Tinder. Isn't that crazy? So he's pretty much like a really good catfish. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. She goes, I don't even know why everyone likes him. He's a soft five out of 10. I don't know know about that. (laughs) I was like, yeah. Yeah, well, everyone's a 10 out of 10 to someone, I guess. But I think one of the first podcasts I ever listened to, which is very on brand for me, is it was, I think it was called Better Out Than In. And it was literally a podcast Mm. about poop stories. And I was just like, this is the best thing ever. And I think they should just stop doing it. But I was like, this is the best. (laughs) So funny. I don't think, I don't remember exactly the first podcast I listened to. I think it was Two Bears, One Cave. Mm, who uh, it's two comedians do you know who tom segura is or I've heard of. burt kreischer 
Never heard of him. Yeah. Um, I probably heard of the first one from you. <laughs> to you be probably, I mean, yeah. Um, Tom Segura's a bilingual um, comedian. Oh. Um, he's really he's pretty famous. And then Bert has had a um, one of his stand-ups go viral years ago. And that's, I mean, he was already, like, doing stuff, and he was already comedian, he had some TV shows, but it's called The Machine, and it's mm-hmm. about, he he was a, um, he was a major, not a major, but he was in classes in, for Russian at his college, they took a field trip to Russia, and it's all about what happened over there. Interesting. Yeah. Um, it's not, obviously, very PG, so... That's why I never I never tell anyone in our family to listen oh. to podcasts I listen well, to because they're all just people talking. They're I will smart. say most of my the ones that I listen to are they swear and things. I listened to the Armchair Expert for a while. That one's really interesting mm-hmm. with um, Dax Shepard. Have you listened to that one? Oh, I have. I've only yeah. listened to like two of them. I think yeah. though but those can get pretty racy. I yeah. mean, he used to be a drug addict, and you know, yeah, he has kind he of was, a crazy story. He was a crazy guy, so I, I it's not, it makes sense that he has some crazy stories to tell. But. Yeah, podcasts are crazy. It seems like every celebrity, every comedian, every yeah, seems like every single person in the world has. And a like, podcast. if you're a comedian or a celebrity of any kind, and you have some uh, sort of following, it's like, why not do a podcast? Exactly. Because you can probably pay people to oh. produce it for you, and you know. Well, so. that's that's what I'm always <laughs> jealous of. I mean, no one listens to this podcast. So I'm not really trying to get famous or anything, so I don't really care. Mm-hmm. But I watched like. Almost all the podcasts I listen to are comedians. Mm-hmm. Just because when I'm at work, if I'm listening to a podcast, I'm trying to like not think. I do enough right. homework and work as oh, yeah. it is. I'm like, I don't want to like <laughs> yes. have to pay attention. But yeah, they have like whole production crews. There's someone there the whole time on the like, you know, record making sure all the sound quality yeah. is right. And they have guests all the time. And I'm like, yeah, that'd be fun. But you're also... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you post one podcast, you like you said, yeah. you already have people listening, Which so it doesn't kind matter. Of like, I was very early, like, I started watching YouTube back, True. I don't know, like, yeah. when people, it wasn't even a thing to watch no, YouTube yeah. videos. I was, like, watching makeup tutorials and lifestyle videos and I think, probably 2009, 10, 11, yeah. and when people, when celebrities started getting on YouTube, I was like, that's unfair, because <laughs> these is. people like started building their following and it took them years and years and years Mm -hmm. and then like will smith is just like i have a youtube channel and uh he's well that's a different that's a different i was gonna say did you i'm sure you saw (laughs) he texted me yesterday morning and was like did you see what happened at the oscars with will smith and chris rock and i was like yeah i was like they're both idiots and he was like yeah Yeah, I mean, I'm on Chris Rock's side on this one. I really like Will Smith. Um, and I think maybe not the most sensitive joke. But no, he is a comedian. It's yes. not that Jade is the only one he picks on or picked right. on. Like, it was all in good fun. Will has to know that. He was laughing at the beginning, right? Yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. I think regardless, I mean, he could have said something way worse. I mean, about her scandals and, yeah. you know, all those things. <laughs> regardless of what he said whether it was worse or not as bad like something else has to be going on in will's life for him to have that reaction yes, and we don't no one has to, that reaction to anything we don't need to villainize chris rock because you know every comedian exactly. has an oh. like an uncomfy joke that probably oh. shouldn't have been said you yeah. know what i mean like, that's part of comedy and yeah. you know you can't i think when we like cancel people it's so it's so silly it's like if we believe that people can change or if you're religious you believe people can be forgiven then why are we canceling True. people yeah yeah so. Well, and the whole, I mean, I, I hate the whole, not that I'm a huge 
proponent in like social media and stuff. Um, I just kind of do it to turn my brain off every once in a while. And that's pretty much like YouTube and TikTok, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I'm just a consumer. I'm not like a, you know, I guess not influencer, Uh, a contributor. There you go. Um, But I just think, well, and I would listen to a lot of comedians podcasts and they're always talking about cancel culture. And they're like, well, first of all, if if you choose not to be canceled, no one can cancel you. If you keep coming right. out with stuff, if you're not letting it affect you, if you're just going on with your normal life, then mm-hmm. who's canceling who? As long as your fans are still listening, then right. who cares? My biggest one that bothers me the most is like, this was a long time ago, but um, what's her name from Food Network? Paula Dean. Paula Dean. She got in trouble for saying some racist comments. And like yeah. that happens a lot where people, they oh, their past the gets yeah. dug up and then people are like, Oh, they're a horrible person. I'm like, okay, but that's not the same person as who mm-hmm. it is right now. If that's 20 years ago, you don't know what their opinions are yeah. or how much they've changed or whatever. And yeah, it was bad. They probably should apologize, but they shouldn't be like, they shouldn't have their career taken away. No, I agree. Well, it's like the whole we blackface thing. Like Howard Stern, Jimmy yeah. Fallon, so many people have done blackface before. Yeah. Some of them are apologetic and some of them aren't. But like back, I'm 30, 40 years ago. I mean, it was still bad at that time, yeah. but in the eyes of the people in that time, it wasn't. It was a joke. Well, it was Yeah, and how many of us dressed up as an Indian for Halloween oh, yeah. when and we were kids? That's still racist. People are still doing yes, that. and that's like now. Yeah. So yeah. it's like you can't, I don't know, people learn, people get better, and that's the whole point. It's like if something like that happens to you where they, you know, find your Twitter from 20 years ago, which is not even possible, but wow. um, <laughs> almost but, 20 yeah. years ago, um, then like apologize and then, like, let's move on. Let's let them learn. Let's let them research for themselves. You don't know what they're doing yeah. in their house with their friends or family or whatever. Oh, and it's happened to so many celebrities. The weird thing, like, your comment was Twitter from 20 years ago. It's interesting because <laughs> some celebrities will be dealing with that. Oh, yeah. Like, well, like, Justin Bieber's probably a good example because uh-huh. he's probably, I mean, he's been called out for some you know questionable things back in the day but i mean give any child 500 million dollars when Uh they're 18 and a phone i would have been in jail (laughs) (laughs) like i would i don't even know what i would have done i would have i mean the whole like i think he was 21 at the time and he like got a dui and he was like street racing his ferrari and i was like yeah he has millions of dollars yeah you're giving him in, the choices. Yeah, like, so. I mean, infinite freedom. Like, we're lucky a lot of us don't have money when we're that stupid. But, like, that's the only <laughs> so difference. True. When people talk about Justin Bieber, I'm like, I'm like, he, he was a kid with a lot of money. Any of us would have done similar things, yeah. some better, some worse. Well, and a lot of the people who are kids in the industry start out when they're, like, three doing commercials. Uh, yeah. And then by the time they're, like, get their break, they've already been in the industry for mm-hmm. a billion years, you know? So even though it sounds young, it's like, well, they've been... You know, yeah. they've had access to a lot of things that we don't have access to till we're adults. <laughs> so, or ever. <laughs> no. So, um, I don't know. I think it's hard to, it's like you can't even compare your life to a celebrity's. Yeah. It's so far-fetched. <laughs> you can't judge people. Like AJ and I always talk about Tiger Woods because he's such a golf fan yeah. that he's like, yeah, what Tiger Woods did was bad, but people still being mean to him about it, you know, 10 years later. It's like he knew what he did was bad. Right. He knew he was a jerk. <laughs> like he's done better. He's a good dad. Like you just have to let people let people change. You can't just like you know well, keep them in where they are. Joe Schmo down the street does the same thing. Yes, no nobody one cares. knows. No, or yeah, exactly. Nobody yeah. knows. And the few people that do know, yeah, 
move on in a week. Okay, but this is the question because I often talk about this with AJ. Mm-hmm. If you are a celebrity, you have a following, even people who are like influencers that have, you know, yeah. a medium amount of following. Do you have a responsibility as a human being to act in a certain way? Because you have people that are following you that are impressionable, like kids and, you know, other adults that probably don't have good reasoning skills. Like, Mm. do you, is that something that you have to think about? Because we named our child after a golfer that hasn't had any scandals yet, but I'm like, he has no responsibility to anyone to be a good person unless you choose to, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I feel like the whole branding of influencer that word kind of makes you feel like they should be a good influence yeah but like celebrities that are like i don't know i guess it just depends on the kind of celebrity too because you look at rock stars in the 80s and 90s they weren't even trying to be good influences if anything they were negative influences (laughs) and no one cared that was their brand right right? but then you look at and some actors also have that brand where they can do whatever they want and people are like oh well that's so and so then they have the actors that have like Will Smith, who has made a point of upholding himself in a certain manner. Yeah. Where, I, but yeah, that's an interesting question. I've never well, even and I think about that, that like what happens is like you're saying with brands is like you brand yourself a certain way when yeah. you're building your following, when you're becoming a celebrity, and then if you do anything opposite, that's when people get upset. Like those Disney stars that are like, "I'm oh, yeah. clean, I have purity rings, I don't do drugs, or whatever." And then when they do those things, people are like, oh, "The scandal!" Yeah. But it's like. They ha- that people, was a job. That was literally their job. People should be able to job. change too. Yeah. Like. But and I think yeah. it happens like even smaller time than that. Like there's the you know mommy Utah religious mommies right that mm. have their. That's minimizing it. They're business women for sure. Well, yeah. But um, if like a person who claims to be you know LDS mm-hmm. gets a tattoo or multiple piercings, they get attacked because. Yeah. They've branded themselves as LDS and they've told people they're LDS and then people are like, oh, you can't do those things if you're LDS. And so it's like, that happened to me in high school. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I was like, (laughs) I was known when I entered high school, I was known as eating in the seminary building with my Mormon friends. (laughs) When I graduated high school, I was one of the very few kids that had tattoos and piercings graduating high school. Right. But yeah. Um, But we'll talk about access to stuff. You had access to money in high school to get tattoos. Like, if I had wanted to get a tattoo, I wouldn't have been able... Like, I would have had to save money. Well, I mean, kind of. Tattoos are... I mean, they're expensive. Not saying you had, like, a ton of money. No, but, are you... Are you? I'm, ass- I'm assuming you're referencing yeah. the Social Security money. Because our dad was so old. Yes. <laughs> that Sam was in the house under 18 or um, turned 18. It was... Yeah, I believe it was from the time I turned 18 till I graduated high school. Yeah, so Sam got, like, a monthly stipend. Yes. And I was working. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, and <laughs> not that I made a lot of money when I was working, but I was working, working a at the decent movie theater, amount. Right? Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it was definitely a, um, I wish they would have kept it from me kind of ordeal, <laughs> but I forgot about that, actually. <laughs> that's funny because that's two of us, right? Because Carmel got an inheritance oh, true. from when her well, dad that was passed away. Different, it is a different scenario. Yeah. But she had, like, access to a ton of money. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I don't think, I don't know, like, mom and dad, I don't think they prepared us. I don't think they prepared us financially enough because like AJ, I talked to AJ about this, my husband, AJ, and he says that his parents would be like, this is how much we make. This is how much we pay in taxes. This is how much our mortgage is. This is how you build your credit. Like mm-hmm. mom and dad were always like, don't get a credit card. Yeah. Which is not great And they were very hush hush about how much money they had, yeah. how much money they made. Right. That's I'm true. like, getting a credit card is not bad. It's 
the percentage of it's what debt, you do with it. Yeah, it's the percentage yeah. of debt you have to you know how much credit you you know are borrowing. But it's just like it's just interesting because I just think I'm kind of lucky I married a man who does know financial True. stuff. Yeah, so he's very you know um, financially conscious. Yeah, I mean I'm the same way. Care. I mean. I was also at a turning point in my life, but I happened to start dating care at the same time. So both those things helped me a lot. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I talked to dad. I, th- I don't remember if he was on the podcast or not, but I was talking to dad last week about credit cards mm-hmm. because I was like, I messed my credit up when I went to college. Right. I mean, pretty badly. Luckily, I was at a young age, not a ton of debt. Right. Um, but I was like, but now I have multiple credit cards and I barely use them and I yeah. pay them off consistently. And that's how I build my credit. Right. So saying credit cards are bad. I mean, yeah, it, all de- yeah, it all depends on how what you do with it. Because right. based on my college experience, yeah, credit cards are terrible. Mm-hmm. Based on my experience now, the only reason my credit has gone up 200 points is because I've used them consciously. Yes. And, you know, yeah. yeah, I don't use them because I need them. I use them to build my credit. Right. We have like a few car- credit cards each. And then. Yeah, same. That's it. But I mean, we have like massive student loan debt still, which will follow us until we die, seems like. But <laughs> I met with my financial advisor <laughs> yesterday. Hmm. Oh, have you ever looked into an engineering degree? Oh, no. Holy but my friend is a bananas. My friend has her master's. Uh, what is it? She's an occupational therapist. Mm. She has like hundreds of thousands. But she makes good money, so... Well, that's the thing. That's helpful, right? Yeah. Well, and I mean, mine's not even going to end up costing me that much because what should happen... Because I'm going to Solid Community College for my generals. Mm -hmm. I finish all my general classes this fall, and then I'm doing just math and physics and chemistry and engineering yeah for like two and a half years Mm. straight of just math engineering chemistry i would not wish that on anyone um so but anyways salt lake community college is very cheap compared to universities and i've been getting like small scholarships just for having good grades and stuff Mm -hmm. and then once i transfer to a university i should be able to internship on base and they'll pay for my school that's awesome so if i can if i can figure that out then i'm getting paid well enough in my internship and they're paying for school and then I'll have a job right out of school. Right. See, and Fingers I... Fingers crossed. Like, I went to Weber out of high school, and they gave me, like, a full ride f- first yeah. first year, I think. And so that was really awesome. And I was living at home, so I didn't have any. Yeah. And then I went to BYU-Idaho. And they will give you a scholarship based on how well you do. So, like, what you were saying. Yeah. Like, if you get a 4.0, they'll cover your yeah. tuition. But then I was living... In a different state. So I got loans out just for housing. Yeah. So that's where most of mine come from. And then, uh, yeah, BYU, I think we got loans too. Well, we BYU is like, very expensive, I assume, right? It's more expensive than <clears throat> um, like Weber or BYU-Idaho, but it is subsidized. Like it's a private university, but it's cheaper than most private universities because it's a religious university. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. So it was... Yeah, no. do, do they claim any tax exemptions from the college? They can't, right? Because that's not nonprofit, right? I don't know. I don't think so. Even though it's a religious institution? Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. It is weird going to, I will tell you, it is weird going to religious school because, like, it's not bad weird, yeah. but it's like at Weber, you just have class, you start class, you do class, whatever. At oh, yeah. BYU Idaho and BYU, you're like, you call your professors like brother and sister, that and you weird. like, 
pray before class starts and you're required to take religious classes which is an interesting requirement yeah, well it's an interesting forward. requirement if you're lds it's like okay yeah it's just another class i've been doing this for years yeah but if you are coming to it's byu like as an academic that is not an lds person you still have to take religious religion classes but they don't which is so have weird. to be lds religion like they can be are they offer religious classes about other religions right I think so, but I think there's like certain requirements for like your associates and your bachelors hmm. that are like you have to take one in this category, one in this category. Most of them are like LDS topics. So, well, hey, I mean, I guess, I guess if you're making the commitment to go to BYU and you're not a member, you gotta kind right. of expect something like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you, you gotta kind of expect it. Yeah, I'll be going to um, Utah State. There's only two colleges awesome. in Utah that offer my degree once I get out of. Well, anyone associates. I've ever talked to that goes to Utah State loves it, so you'll probably... I'll literally be copying Jeff. Yeah. I'll be following Jeff's footsteps. <laughs> Besides, That's I won't good, be though. graduating debt-free like he did, so... He's crazy. Like, I mean, they lived in, like, the crappiest little apartment, even though they had the money, yeah. and, they and like, he was working as, like, what are they, construction the f- sign holders? Sign flippers, yeah, yeah So, whatever. like, he's a genius because he <clears throat> went debt-free, but it's also hard to do that. Like, oh, yeah. AJ and I both had jobs when we were at BYU, and we... Still had loans, so. The more I see it now, though, the more I'm like, the more I would be willing to live in a very not great place, (laughs) not love my life, but be done in four years, debt free. Like, that seems like such a small amount of time. Like, I will share an apartment with five Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm like, does it really matter? Because even now, not that I'm unhappy in my relationship or my circumstance, but I'm like, you know how much easier it would be to be living in mom and dad's basement, cut off from the world, just doing homework every night? Like, you, I mean, I would be so much more productive. Right? I mean, not that I'm not productive, because I, I mean, everything's fine. It's not like I'm behind, but... I mean, sometimes I think about it and I'm like, it would be so easy to just like be completely cut off, which makes me not, I don't like to use the word regret because I don't like to live in regret, Mm. but it makes me wish I would have had this kind of experience or foresight when I was going to Dixie where I could have been that student that just sat there for four years, finished my degree, focused on my schooling, worked part time. It was, I did that basically. I mean, I finished in five years. Because yeah. I had a baby and I was doing independent oh, study for hey, the last year. It's going to take me five years. Yeah. I uh, basically <laughs> extended my independent study class like two different times. And then I had to do every test in like a week. So that was a good time. But I passed. So it was nice. great. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I did that where I just like knocked school out. And I don't regret it because I loved my degree. I still love like the yeah. what we studied. But like, if I were to do anything with my degree, it would be I would have to get a master's, and I'm I don't want to. <laughs> so it's like it's hard because I wish I would have thought like, what can I do directly after I graduate that can make money that I can like stay at home or I can be like part time at home. Yeah, because it's hard. Like we talk about first of all, daycare is expensive. Oh, extremely. And second of all, Crazy. I am so scared to give my kids to anyone. Like, yeah. the only people I would trust is family. Mm-hmm. So, it's just like, I don't And know. unfortunately, no one in our family necessarily has that, like, time. No, I am the person in our true. family. True. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's because true. <laughs> I've been watching, like, cousins, my kids' cousins, since, I don't know, the before Jake went to kindergarten. So, I was watching Leanne's two youngest until Alice went to first grade. True. Huh? And then I now I watch AJ's sister's youngest twice a week. 
So. And which side of the family parents better? Just kidding. <laughs> oh my goodness. Parenting is such a hard topic because. It's very subjective. Yeah. And, and I, I can't like, speak on it. I don't have kids. I feel like AJ and I are like okay, but like we have a child, one of our children, that has a really hard time. I'm reading a book right now called like The Explosive Child and it's like about like chronically um what do they call it? Like he he's very it's really hard for him to inflexible is what they call it Mm. like chronically inflexible kids like if you if they expect something and then that's not what's happening it's like a huge meltdown anyway so one of my kids is like that and so i'm like no matter how you parent kids are gonna come out yeah how they are in in a way like he's got sensory stuff and he's got like you know and that's not to say that like us parenting in a different way couldn't improve that because that's you know why i'm reading the book and you well know, yeah it's but it's just like it's just an interesting thing like you can nature versus nurture or whatever you can say like i'm a good parent but pretty much you're a good parent if you care about being a good parent because the people who don't care about True. being a good parent those are the people who are like just neglecting basically yeah. so I well and i feel like i've learned i mean i've i've been watching you and leanne for my whole life yeah well, for your kids' whole lives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's something I realized was that, like, it doesn't matter who you are. As, I mean, uh, strike that. It totally matters who you are as a parent. Yeah. But like you said, your kid is a unique being. It's a person. It's yeah. not like you can be... It's not like a dog where you can teach him exactly what to do <laughs> yes. and they obey you. Right. And I mean, even some dogs have those issues where, yeah. like, you can't train every dog to do whatever you want. Oh, my gosh. And that's dogs. one thing I've learned where I... That's why I kind of... I mean, I have my opinions about parenting, but one, I don't... I don't usually voice them to people that don't want to hear it. And two, <laughs> I could care less with people listen to me because they shouldn't right. have to listen to me. I'm not a parent, but I'm going to have my opinions regardless. Right. But I try to keep my mouth shut because I'm just like, until I have my own kids. But even then, <laughs> we're not raising each no, other's kids. So it's different. It's so hard. And like, I don't know. I can't imagine being in Leanne's situation where you're half time. Like, she doesn't have her kids half the time. Like, you don't yeah. know what's going on with the other parents. And you're not living in the same house. Like, I think that would be so hard. Because, like, AJ and I don't always agree on everything. But at least we are, like, witnessing each other parents. Yeah. So we don't have to, like, counteract or, you know, not you're necessarily a, counteract. It depends on. A uniformed happening. front. Yeah. That's kind of how our parents worked. <laughs> yeah. They were kind of, I mean, whether they agreed with the other or not, what if a decision was made, they were kind of like, well, that's what they said. <laughs> Which, I mean, I, I think that's probably good psychologically for your child. Yeah, because you don't want to see your parents going against each other. Yeah. You don't want, like, him to think, oh, I can ask this other parent. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, but regardless, you know, you can get away with some things with one parent, not the other. <laughs> oh, so true. I mean, that's that's true to this day. <laughs> so funny. Like, today, AJ went to drop something off at, like, UPS or something. And I just had the older kid. And he loves magic. So he, like, watches YouTube. He watches this guy's called Evan Era... I don't know. He's on YouTube. Hmm. He's only allowed to watch YouTube when we're around. So unfortunately, AJ and I are like so sick of watching magic. (laughs) And so he always thinks that he can do these magic tricks. He's like, do we have, (laughs) do we have a paper clip? Do we have? And I'm just like, please stop. And so today he was, I don't, I wasn't paying attention because I was reading and all of a sudden he's like, mom, there's blood. And it was just like, (laughs) it was like ink from a marker. And I was like, what are you doing? And then AJ gets home and he's like, why is there red all over the counter? And I was like, I don't know. It was blood. (laughs) I'm like, I didn't want to tell him no. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sometimes I'm just like, I don't want to say no because it just becomes like a big. Obviously, I do when it matters, but I'm like, well, yeah, goodness, I'm just. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was. Uh, I, I'm glad I remember this. But so I was watching this thing the other day, and it kind of goes along with that. Where like, so the that ma- magician they watch is mm-hmm. like in their eyes a very big figure, right? It's like a celebrity, yeah. a celebrity to them. Yeah. Do you think there's a difference between celebrities in 1960? As there is now, because I was listening to this podcast that was talking about mm-hmm. like household names. They're like yeah. back in like the sixties and seventies, there's there were household names that like ninety percent of anyone you talk to would yeah. know who this person was. Oh yeah. And nowadays they're like micro celebrities. Everyone has celebrities that are celebrities to them, but yes. household names are like falling in between the cracks oh, because for sure. regardless, I mean you can name anyone and someone's not gonna know who it is, and then another person's gonna that's gonna be their whole world. Yeah, I think that that's so true. I think that, like, there's no such thing, or it's so different than it was back then. Because, like, my toddler watches Blippi all the time. And, like, if you didn't know me, you might not know who Blippi is. I didn't until you guys So it's, like, it's just very funny because he's just, like, a toddler. He plays a character on YouTube, and he's, like, a toddler character, tractors and whatever. And it's just so funny because I'll talk to people, and they're, like, oh, I have no, like, he, Charlie, well, sorry. I'm trying not to say their names because, you know, privacy. My youngest. I can't edit it. (laughs) Well, it's up to you. My youngest, if like he dressed up as Blippi for Halloween (laughs) and people were like, oh, what is he? And I'm like, you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. (laughs) He's happy. (laughs) So, yeah, I think that's totally true. And even like back when I was watching YouTube. Oh, true. uh, I still watch YouTube, but I watch different people. Back when Mm -hmm. I like at the beginning when I was watching YouTube, there were people that like were in England I would have never heard of them. Yeah, true. So it's just an interesting, yeah, it's an interesting phenomenon. Like anyone can be a, like you said, a micro celebrity. Well, yeah. Like a mini influencer. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think there's true. some people that are kind of like, they're kind of on that line, like Brad Pitt. Almost everyone knows who Brad Pitt yeah. is. But do, are your kids going to really know who Brad Pitt no. is? Probably not. Will he still be relevant? Yeah. Right. But he, they're going to be more in that generation of the only people that are celebrities to them are the people they... Right. You know. Well, have you heard of Mark Rober? Yeah. Oh, I love him. Right? So it's like Mark Rober is a YouTuber, mm-hmm. but he's also been on Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy yeah. Fallon. Like, he's the in-between, right? So he's like True. kind of a household name. Lots of people have heard of him. But he's also still mainly on YouTube. Like, yeah. that's mainly what he does. And so it's just interesting that like... Or like even Shane Dawson, like, he is a YouTuber, but he's more... Sounds, you know who that is? It sounds super familiar. I think I do, but... He was like I OG... Can't. YouTube and he was doing like um, I don't know. he he was doing skits. He's one of those people who got in trouble for blackface. Mm. And uh, anyway, so I just think that like those kind of people are, are like I don't know the crazy like Leanne's kids love um, Mr. Beast. I'm like I mean you gotta respect like, him. <laughs> Do you know much about Mr. Beast? I have watched a few videos because I kind of was like boycotting it. I was like, no, you're not allowed to watch this because yeah. Roy has like a he has like a list of. Of channels he's allowed to watch on YouTube. Fair and enough. so one time AJ was like, no, I think Mr. Beast is fine. And so I watched a few and I was like, okay, he is yeah. kind of fine. No. The only thing is like, he just spends money. <clears throat> like, it's just kind of hard for me to let my kids be like, this person has however much money he needs and he just gives it away, which is good. He's good that he gives it away. Yeah, he, he keeps a very little amount of money, yeah. relatively But it's speaking. just like, it's just unrealistic that most people in life will not have that yeah, much money that's true or and give make, it away like that or their job is fun and entertaining as yeah. this person like i think that's kind of what's ruining our generation of kids is like 
oh, well, I could just be a YouTuber and it's a fun and entertaining career, which is, it's, it's a lot of work, but like it kind of ruins them yeah. for like, this will be, you know, I am going to be a doctor or I'm going to be whatever. I mean, doctor's a little lofty goal. Because, well, but either way. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, yes, you could be an entertainer, but there's plenty of other things that you could do. It's not as glamorous as it seems. No, I definitely, I feel like my generation kind of got the, the very beginning of that our generation really kind of Mm -hmm. got the very beginning of that where most people probably went with more traditional career paths yeah but no yeah i definitely feel like most if you probably ask most kids these days what they wanted to be when they grew up but half of them would be youtubers or right whatever different kind of influencers there are which like you said there's nothing wrong with that necessarily and they work hard yeah oh yeah but it is a little scary (laughs) but yeah (laughs) i mean a lot of the people on tiktok especially girls are like 13 when they start and it's like they look like they're 20 yeah and that's what freaks me out i'm like we're not gonna know how old people are and that can be dangerous in situations where our children are like oh 100 you know what i mean like it freaks me out a little i'm like oh let's not dress like we're well a comedian got in trouble for that um i won't name his name not that it matters because i don't listen but (laughs) (laughs) i listen (laughs) he was like he was dming a girl i think it was on tiktok or youtube or it was probably instagram actually Anyways, and they were talking and he ended up getting, you know, canceled or whatever right. because the girl was underage. And he's like, her age was not posted right. anywhere. She told me she was of age. I had no idea. Okay, but that go- like, also goes back tell? to how big of a celebrity is he and does he have the resources to look up if this person is a real person? And hmm, Interesting. Yeah, so can like, you is that, that kind your of- responsibility? Like, you can do a background check on people if you have their real name. Huh. Because James Charles, that, that happened to him. You know who James Charles is. Yeah. Yeah. So he was like DMing people that were young and it was yeah. like explicit stuff. And like, yeah, you can say that like we shouldn't cancel people, which I agree with. And they should they should apologize and move on or whatever. But I don't necessarily think that because someone told you there's, you know, 18 that you should just take them for their word. That's true. Because there's so many like catfishes or like yeah. people that want to say that they're older. Than, I feel like if you're in a place where you can, you should research and get a background check and. I've never even thought about that, but that's true. I mean, if you have the resources to find out for yourself. Right. Because if you're such a high profile, you're going to need a background check anyway. Like, there's got to be... You don't want to be swindled by the Tinder swindler. swindler. (laughs) Well, there was this... um, Something came out with um, Drake a few weeks ago. Mm. He had a a lawsuit filed against him. Um, He was having relations with a female and he goes through extensive things to make sure that nothing comes of it. Because like, you know, there's, I mean, Drake's one, I mean, household name, right? Yeah. (laughs) Like he's one of the most popular and famous and, you know, richest celebrities. So he goes through lots of measures to keep that all under wraps and to make sure no one but because people will try to steal his like dna oh yeah because they want to have his kids and and entrap him in you know child support so there's a lawsuit because he put like hot sauce in something (laughs) oh my god yeah (laughs) and then they tried to use it and i was like i don't think they're gonna get away with that one because no but could you imagine having to be on your guard okay but if you were to that extent wouldn't you get a what do they call it? A vasectomy? Vasect- oh, 100%. Like, why wouldn't you just get a vasectomy? That's true, actually. I Don't be thought dumb. About that. <laughs> I don't know. I guess a reversal would be kind of annoying if he actually ever wanted to. Yeah, if you're that rich, who cares? Well, I guess it's kind of a pain, but like you said, I mean, if you were that high profile and if it was that big of an issue. Yeah. Just like it would really save That's a lot true. of these cheaters some 
some heartache, but I don't really want to save cheaters' heartache. So I mean, I would get a, I would, if I had money, I would get a vasectomy, a vasectomy tomorrow, just so Kira wouldn't have to be on birth control. Right. It is interesting that women are the primary um, responsibility in birth control. Which, like, why have we not yeah. made a pill for men? Why have well, we not? It's on the. Yeah, re- I'm sure they're researching yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's coming. Yeah, but it's interesting. No, it is weird because you would think it would be easier yeah. to stop some shooters than to right. completely change your hormone balance. Yeah. Because that's pretty much what birth control does. It just yes, completely most, messes most it. Yes, most of it does. There's like, well, one, yeah, there's like a copper IUD that like is not supposed to, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's <laughs> maybe it has to do with like the fact that we... Rory found a book about the birds and the bees recently. I heard. So the fact, so we, I learned new things. It was very exciting. Mm-hmm. So the fact that men are born with every sperm that they will ever have, and women don't get eggs until they hit puberty. I thought it was the other way around. Is it the other way around? I'm pretty sure. All right, let's look it up because, because I, pre- I remember reading Google. something that said like your grandma. Yeah, I feel like I am wrong. Had. Two generations inside her, because when she had her baby, when she had your mom, your mom had the eggs that included you. Let's see. So it was like three generations are technically in a grandma. One oh time. yeah, you're right. It's the opposite. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They they start producing sperm when they're in puberty. Anyway, so maybe it's that. Maybe it's the reason is because like, no, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. See, I need ex- to be a scientist. I think I need to research this. I mean, I assume. I mean, back when birth control came around, I'm sure it was. There was a lot of sex, a sexist, you know. Oh, yeah, um, that's fair. I do think that, like, as far as misogyny. IUDs go, that makes more sense because it's more difficult to insert something in like a woman, a man's um, genitalia than it is to like that's true, insert something into a woman's. Yeah. Although like, I've seen it done. Oh, and AJ had nightmares. To have a camera. Because he had some blood in his urine. He had yeah, he was like, that was horrifying. I was like, well, I've had a baby. So, you know, we're even. Yeah, no, fair kidding. enough, I guess. Well, one of, well, yeah, never mind. I don't know if that's a bad argument, but. <laughs> no, I think it's interesting because AJ and I talk about uh, childbirth a lot. And <laughs> the fact that, the fact that like people are uh, like amazed that I had a natural birth with Charlie. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I. It's funny to me because I'm just like, yeah, it was really painful. Like it was, it was so painful, but it was also like a means to an end. Like I knew that there was going to be a baby at the end. True. And also it's not forever. Like I'm not a person who lives with chronic pain. I'm a person who went through 12 hours of labor and then at the end the baby was there. And I mean, I was in, you know, whatever amount of pain for a few weeks, but like childbirth is painful for a short amount of time. Whereas like. My husband has a hip problem, so he's in pain every day. So, like, what is worse? Yeah, like, true. The the intensity of the pain of childbirth is, you know, top level. Obviously, yeah. But if I had pain every day, I feel like that'd be worse. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's an interesting argument, actually. Because you're right. I mean, and at a very, very small scale compared to childbirth, it's like getting a tattoo, right? You right. know you're going to be in pain for this amount of time, and you're going to get this at the end of it. Right. But if I had to be in that amount of pain For or half of that amount of pain yeah. all day, every day, and I got nothing out of it, then <laughs> yeah, that, choose not to. Ex- yeah, exactly. Then, I, <laughs> yeah. then that's completely different. So I guess, I mean, if you break it down like that kind of, you don't get anything out of it. Right. Even if it's less pain, you're dealing with it all the time. I mean, I couldn't right. imagine. And 
being pain makes people upset, makes people irritable. Yeah. I mean, there's oh, so many sure. downsides to it. Yes, I don't wish. I'm not talking about your husband. I'm just saying in general. Oh, he is a little grumpy sometimes. <laughs> yeah, aren't we all? I know. <laughs> Doesn't stop him from golfing, so I feel like he's fine. <laughs> yeah, true. You and it's from to... golfing, right? Um, he was kind of born with the hip joint being like in the wrong rotation so it would just rub against like the the, the bones would rub against each other hmm. so he's had a couple surgeries where they basically like shave down the bone but it's yeah. still pretty bad i guess eventually you'll have to have a hip replacement get a socket yeah but yeah. uh once you get a hip replacement it's just a countdown until you have to get your next one so it's kind of a he, he's 30 so it's kind of a hard decision yeah, to like i'm gonna get a hip replacement when i'm 30 and then in 10 years i'll have to or however many years I'll have to yeah it's like getting veneers and stuff it's just like I've been like time. hearing a lot about that on TikTok. Oh, like, a lot I of people these... do it. People younger and younger are doing it. Well, I saw this dentist today, and she was like, she was looking at JoJo Siwa's another another uh, mid level yes celebrity, kind of changing um, her image. Yeah, she got veneers, and she was like, the dentist was like, I mean, they look great, but her smile was great before, and why would you yeah. do that much of a cosmetic overhaul when you're this young? I mean, I would. You have to replace. You have to replace them though. I, ooh, I would not. You, she's she's never not going to have the money for it. <laughs> That's fair. She's. I mean, because she's a marketing genius. That girl because oh, yeah. she started on Dance Moms and now she's a millionaire. Oh so. yeah, and I like her because I mean, not that I don't follow her at all. It's just right. little things I see about her. But she seems to be like a pretty positive, yes, uplifting person. Yes, and she's pretty. She's pretty much accepted herself and accepts that some people are not going to accept who she becomes as an adult yes. and she's kind of just always been positive and i kind of like that and people are so mean to her they're like oh yeah. why do you dress like a toddler it's like okay but she when she was gaining popularity was in her teens so why yeah. is it bad for her to and dress that was young what she was popular for yeah and like why are we getting mad at her for dressing like a child when she basically was a child yeah when all these other girls are like dressing like they're in their 20s the opposite, like yeah. i would rather my kids watch a girl who has sequins all over her is having fun also you know, accepts herself as a lesbian, which is yeah. like, that's so uncommon for a child star True. to even say anything about their, you know, I and think be like, so like open and yeah, like yeah. people are all upset about movies and shows and TV, you know, YouTube where people are like being open about their sexuality mm-hmm. or whatever. But it's like, okay, but my kids are going to grow up in a world where this is their world. And I don't yeah. want it to be seen in, as a negative thing. If they see Jojo Siwa celebrating herself, why is that it bad? It is what it is. Yeah. yeah, it's just it just is. So I don't know. I probably have a dis- different perspective than a lot of. Well, and I've. Parents. I mean, well, you may have a different perspective as other parents in your circle. <laughs> <laughs> but I think in general, you are probably right in line with most parents. Yeah, I, I would assume it's a hard. It's it's hard being part of the LDS Church or probably any Christian church. Yeah. Where like, I don't want to live in a world where my kids don't feel like it's okay for the, for them to be gay or whoever you they know whoever be. they want because I'm like I would rather have my kid be whoever the crap they want to be mm-hmm. than have a kid who's suicidal because they think that the God that we love is doesn't yeah doesn't love them like I'm not gonna make them feel guilty about that because I'd rather have them alive and happy mm-hmm. I don't know that's my opinion and I think it's it's very hard to be in a church where um you feel a different way than as I mean, I disagree with some of the things that are, you know, that the church says, and it's hard to, to live that 
juxtaposition. Like, we have a sister who's lesbian. Like, it's yeah. just, it's hard to, like, say I'm supportive and then I'm like, are people judging me? But, like, why should I care if people are judging me? I don't know. It's just a a hard juxtaposition. Well, and sexuality is a weird one because, I mean, you can look at me and I have tattoos and piercings and drink coffee and alcohol and, yeah. you know, and those are all choices. Right. Having sexual orientation is not a choice. It's something it... I think it's... Well, I mean... I think it's a combination. Well, I think it's a combination. Because yeah. I think that, like, people like Aunt Leanne, where... Yeah, there like, are She could examples. be bisexual or, like, whatever, but I think that her negative experiences with men... Yeah. ...led her to be more comfortable with a woman. So, yeah, I think it's both. But, yeah, I definitely don't think it's something you should be like, that's not real. Like, I don't know. I feel like yeah. that's kind of, like, what the church... Not the church, because I shouldn't say the church, but people in the church... I don't know. Are but I also feel local? like that's going away too slowly. I think a lot of people are yes. kind of adapting the mentality, which whether they have to or whether they're choosing to for the right reasons, I think is a whole other discussion. Because I think the church is kind of having to change a lot of the things and policies because the world's changing. Right. Whether, whatever reasoning behind it, I have no idea. I don't keep up with it. But I mean, there's been a lot of changes that the church has made, and it seems like they're kind of in line with how the world is changing. Yeah, which makes sense in some ways. I also ways. think that like people in the church, and maybe this is just people. I don't know. I see. I see on social media or like whatever. I think that there's like a someone called it like a buffet mentality, where it's like there are a lot of things I love about the church, and I believe that the church is true, but there are things that I really can't get behind, mm. and I'm gonna pick the things that I love. And I'm not going to preach the things that I don't agree with. I'm not going to like, you're wrong for being this. Yeah. You know, I just think like, that's the hard part is like, I, I can pinpoint a lot of things that I don't think are right or fair, but I, I mean, life's not fair, but it's True. just like. But you can also have a bunch of other things that you fully yeah. are behind 100%. And it's just like, I think that mom and dad and my in-laws grew up in a world where if you doubt, if you it question, it's all or nothing. Yeah. You can't question and doubt. You can't you can't be half in. It's like, okay, maybe I can't be half in, but isn't that better than in in their opinion, where they believe that this is the only church that will redeem my soul or yeah. whatever, is it better to do nothing and be completely out, or is it better to do as much as you can and feel That's comfortable a good point, doing? Actually. Yeah. So I don't know. Because if you're gonna I mean, whatever perspective you have it would seem to be, well, it's like if you're going to eat some vegetables or no vegetables. Right. <laughs> wouldn't you rather have, I mean, your yeah. kid eat some vegetables rather than no vegetables? Like it's, you know, mm-hmm. or it's just like all or nothing. So you're either not eating vegetables or you're eating all right. vegetables. Like, Well, I was watching yeah, that's hard on one. TikTok. There's, or I think they're on TikTok, maybe Instagram. There's a group called Black Menaces and they're a group of black students at, I don't know if they're students at BYU, but they go on BYU campus. I've seen And they ask people and they were, I saw one that they were like, do you believe that the revelation that black people couldn't go to the temple or have the priesthood was like revelation from God? And people are like, uh, because that's such a hard question Mm -hmm. because if that was revelation from God, then why is it changed now? Yeah, that was one of the things. That was like probably a a man who felt a certain way and he yeah. his judgment was clouded. 
That's my opinion. <laughs> no, I agree. I mean, I agree. That was, I mean, so when I left the church, and I don't know if you knew, I don't know if anyone really knows this necessarily, but I mean, I, I was very conflicted, obviously. It was something I was born and raised in, and it wasn't something, yeah. I mean, it may have seemed from the outside in that I was just like, all right, I'm done, bye. But it wasn't really like <laughs> no. that. I did, I I mean, I did read the Book of Mormon multiple times. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times I was a kid, so I didn't necessarily absorb it, but and I was asking questions and I was doing my own research and looking into things. And that was one of the things, that was one of the major things that and actually gay marriage, weirdly enough, just cause I never, I mean, doesn't feel from right. a child, I <laughs> yeah. never, I always thought that was weird. I, right. I, for some reason, I just never vibe with that. But that was the other thing where I was just like, that just, I can't rationalize that in any way, shape or form. Right. I'm like that. I mean, if, if now it doesn't matter and obviously it never should have, if all right. men are created equal, you know, like and yet it did at that point you can't tell me that was from god no and then there was because like, god that it wouldn't have been well and there were individual men in priesthood positions that were telling people that they couldn't marry people mm. of different races and i'm just like that's not from god like that can't be from god yeah. i don't know yeah it's very hard it's a hard and like you have i guess you gotta have to say like well the same thing is like that was in our past we should we should apologize for it, which yeah. we don't. The church doesn't always do the best job mm, about that. That's true. And and learn and move on and be better. That's what really should happen and be more inclusive and, you know, yeah. all the different things. But I don't know. Although apologizing is somewhat of a an acceptance of guilt. Yeah, which is why, this is why there's not a lot of apologies. Yeah, because that's, that's what a lot of uh, when I – some of the people I hear about talking about cancel culture, they're like, you can't apologize. Because the second you apologize, then you're admitting guilt. Yeah. So like you just have to ignore it, move on. Which I mean, I'm not backing up the church or not backing up the church. I don't, right. Whatever they want to do, that's their decision. But it is an interesting thought that that's must be that must be at least part of the thought process behind not not apologizing for things that yeah. happened in the past, right? Probably. Well, um, and I mean, if you're going to accept the beliefs now and the teachings now. Then, I mean, the teachings a hundred years ago, you kind of have to back up too, because at, at that time, that was what those were the teachings and beliefs of those times. What are they, you know, they're not supposed to yeah. question those. Because, like, you are, I don't know. I don't, well, yeah, it's interesting because there are things that have changed. Like, even polygamy is one that has changed within the last, you know. Oh, true. Since the church yeah. started, it's different. But also, that was like, that was acceptable in the Bible too. And many religions, not just LDS people, believe in the Bible. True. And so it's like, yeah, I think that was acceptable at the time and it was helpful at the time. Like even in our history, I believe that part of the reason we had polygamy is because all these men were gone or, yeah. you know, dying, whatever. And so these women were like, well, we need a home. We need, yeah. you know, and women weren't really working. So it was just like, we need someone to take care of us. And I mean, I think it's partially it was practical. But man, yeah, I don't I think, know how you could live like that. I mean, I think that's the <laughs> stance most people take on it now if you bring it up is that yeah. it was for practical reasons, you know? Yeah. It's not like... I'm sure people took advantage of it, but... Well, everyone's going to take advantage. I mean, there's always going to be people that take advantage of everything. Mm-hmm. But that's... I mean, first of all, there's people that are out there that are ignorant enough to think that Mormons are still polygamists. Oh, the amount of that... Mormon jokes you hear on like TV shows. <laughs> it's... And I just want to be like... 
And they're I mean, so wrong. It's hilarious. <laughs> that's a little different than what's real, but... <laughs> yeah. Well, but it makes me think. I'm like, what about all the other jokes they're making about Jewish people or other right. Christians we or Catholics? Know. And Yeah, exactly. I have no idea yeah. if those are true. And I, it makes me think about it because I'm like, I do know what's true and what's point. not with Mormonism or yeah. the LDS church. But I was like, other religions, when they joke about it, I'm like, I don't... I have no idea whether that's yeah. true or not. But yeah. I also feel like a lot of other religions, maybe not a lot... But like with like Catholic churches or other Christian churches and there there's such a broad range of different every like it's not as uniformed. Well, I guess yes. the Catholic Church I has mean, like the Pope and that's kind yeah, of Yeah, like they have like a, a like a set down. hierarchy just yeah. kind of like the LDS churches. That's true. Where there's like a pope and then there's priests and you know there's different See, levels. this is how little I know. I don't know. I know, I don't know much about other religions. No, I don't. It's interesting being born in religion and just like that's all you know. But I will say um, the studies show this is, you know, the one thing I will say that I learned in college. I've learned a few things, but it's been <laughs> a while. One, thing. Um, one of the things I learned is that religion is good for people and not necessarily like organized religion, but believing in a higher power. It's like yeah. it encourages you to do good things. It yeah. encourages you to believe that there is hope, which helps the human condition in general. So just like I growing up in a religion yeah. is good for your kids. Oh no, hundred percent. I actually I agree with that wholeheartedly. I wonder often if I have kids or when I have kids how I will raise them outside of religion. Not because I, I mean I don't want to raise them religious for my own reasons. Yeah. But I would like them to have those types of values and those types of um, belief that being good is yeah. You know what I mean? You know, part of in inherently who we are yeah and like what we should do. it's a little easier when you're five to be like you do this because you go to heaven someday or right. you know just it's yeah. so much simpler but when you're talking to a five-year-old and you have no i mean you do this because it's the right thing to do and then you have mm-hmm. no other reason like yeah. i mean that should be enough and you can teach them that that is enough right but like it i think it's I, I guess mean, maybe you yeah, would say like how, how it affects raised. other people like you yeah true you, ha- you do things because but there's the always those the there's people. always those things that are not good, but also don't negatively affect other people. True. So then, how do you explain those things? You know, That's like true. how do you explain? Which I don't know your position on it, but like how would you explain someday not getting a tattoo or a piercing to your children? And I don't know if you, I like I said, I'm just saying no, this I, as an example. We think about this all the time in because our you can't necessarily tell them it's you're hurting someone else. You're not a. It's it's your decision. It only affects right. you, right? Technically. So that would be, I mean, I, and I know some people feel, religious or not, feel that that's a decision that they're going to make someday regardless. Well, I think that there's like a lot of things like tattoos, piercings, and even like sex before marriage yeah. or whatever that like we have to teach differently than we have in religion oh, in general. 100%. Like, like I, like Rory will be like, well... Can I have earrings? And I'm like, if you want to, when you're 18, that's your choice. But then I'm like, is that even a good enough answer? Because it should be his choice before then. It's his body. Like, I don't know. That's that's hard for me. If it's like, yeah, well, maybe true. it's like when you have your own money, then that's your choice. Or, yeah. you know, whatever. But also just like the whole sex thing. Like, we're, we're choosing to teach our kids anatomically correct things and... Rory knows about sex because yeah you're very progressive in that way well we had a book in his he has like a little shelf of books in his um room and he was like I have an inappropriate book and I was like I don't think so and it was just like a a cartoon picture of a boy and a girl showing their 
their parts. And I was like, I that doesn't bother me because I want him to know what everything's called. Yeah. You know, because, you know, anything could happen and I want him to be able to tell me if he's being abused or if, you know, True. something inappropriate happens. But then at the same time, it's like, maybe I don't want him to have sex when he's a teenager, but I want him to have the knowledge about sex that if he chooses to, he will use protection. True. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, and also I feel like the on the other side of that is that if you know about things you're not as curious to oh, yeah. seek them out. Because sure. that was, I mean, if you're talking about me as a teenager, that was me too. Okay, a did tea. mom and dad give you the sex talk? No, I had not sex before they could, to be honest. <laughs> well, I didn't have a sex talk and they barely talked to me about it before I got married, which at that point I was like, I don't know, 21 and I well, pretty I mean, much knew what was going well, on. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even have sex at a young age. I, I mean, right. I think I was an adult or I was maybe 17, but I'm right. pretty sure I was 18. So like, I mean, that's a, that's pretty late. Not really. I, I, depends yeah. on who you ask. But regardless, there was a lot of things in my life like, you know, smoking marijuana, drinking, all those things. I had no idea about any of right. it. Like I had heard, I knew what alcohol was in like a weird sense of like, oh, it's this thing. You know what I mean? But <laughs> you have no idea what it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so like once I started going down that rabbit hole and luckily i never got sucked into anything that bad but it was just like curiosity pushed me to find out for myself about all these things because i think that like sharing those things from every perspective and like i don't really have the perspective of drinking or yeah doing drugs so i don't know how we'll do that with our kids but like the whole like sex thing it's like right now he's seven so we talk about it in a literal physical sense and he says that i don't want to do that and i say great true you're seven yeah, right so now, I, I appreciate that easy. you know and like as he gets older we're gonna have to talk about pornography and yeah. how we feel about pornography how you know that's gonna be in our house and we're gonna have to talk about that sex is not just physical and there's things that are gonna happen in his body that are gonna be feel different and also that preventing pregnancy is not the only reason you shouldn't have sex it's also because it can be emotional for one or both parties or, there's so many things that like i feel like we didn't talk about and it was so taboo to like, like, I don't, in our house and in our religion where it was like, don't do it, don't do it. And then you get married and they're like, go ahead, do it, but you, you know, you but you have no idea. Yeah, yeah, you don't know true, about huh? it. And so it's like, I feel like when you talk about it in a different way where it's just like, it's not scary, it's good, but also it can be harmful yeah. if it's done in the wrong context. And well, and in like sex ed in like school, they're like, don't do it because you're going to get an STD or you're going to get pregnant. <laughs> yes. That's all they tell you. They're right? like. They're like, you're either going to be messed up from, for life. That's a or... quote from Mean Girls. Too. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, don't have sex because you'll get pregnant and die or something. Yeah, like but I, and that's all <laughs> yeah. they tell you. They don't teach you about anything else. And that was something I, I mean, through having multiple partners and different experiences and kind of learning and growing with it. It was all things that I progressively learned, but I never thought yeah. about it like, oh, you get married and you <laughs> you don't learn that it's in one so night. so weird. Well... AJ, I'm so sorry. Um, we like did some stuff in between our wedding and our reception. Yeah, why not? And I was like, I was kind of gr- thinking back. I'm like, wow, I'm so glad because going from like only kissing to the full shebang is wild. just shocking. Oh, I bet. I'm just like, I just don't know how. I like it's just crazy. And so I mean, I'm it's shocking glad regardless when you first oh, do it. So yeah, like, it's sho- like, yeah, that's so weird. So, I mean, AJ and I knew each other for a long time. So luckily we were like very, it's, I'm glad we were like, yeah, comfortable with each other. I'll say, yeah, because it's just like, it's, that makes it a little bit easier. 
But um, in my opinion, I don't know. I don't have any other perspective. But it's just funny that it's like, don't do it. And then it's like, go, go, go. Have a baby. Interesting concept, <laughs> actually. Does it make it easier? I don't know. I think in some question. ways it does, in some ways it doesn't. Because, I mean, if, if you don't know the person and you know that there's no expectation yeah. beyond it, then it doesn't really matter how it I goes. I like would make it not as good either. Oh, 100%. It's always better with someone you actually care yeah. about. But that's, I mean. Yeah. But those are like the things you learn in life. Yeah. Uh, well, okay, in my life. But it, it's just, it's very different. But that's the whole, I think, the balance of it. Where I think... I admire you because you're very progressive in the ways that you kind of are trying to teach your kids things or show them things at a young age to like normalize it because it's, yeah. they're not bad or good inherently, yeah. but they're, it's information. I want my kids to be informed because yeah. it's like, well, I, mean, I think don't the, want them to be naive and go yeah. into the world. Like even like, I think about when I was going to college at BYU-Idaho, BYU-Idaho and you were like having I'll call it a faith transition. You're having your faith transition. I would come home yeah. on my like little whatever breaks yeah. from school or like weekends and I would be like oh my gosh Sam, why are you not going to church or like whatever. And I think about that now I'm like what a brat. Like <laughs> I was such a brat like could we just not be preachy for 5 seconds? Like he has his choices, I have my choices. Yeah. This is what I'm, you know. Like and if I'm sad for you whatever that's me. That's my yeah. business. That has nothing to do with you. Like, you shouldn't have to carry my, you know, discomfort. <laughs> yeah. Which is, like, I don't know. I think that's, like, a hard... That's a that's a thing that you learn with time. Like, I was so naive, like, from the time, See, I, you know, until, you know, five years ago, Because it's, it's interesting. I don't even remember you doing that. I don't think I was, like, super vocal about it. I remember I Claire like, I was when like, she got home from her mission. Well, that's just a funny story, isn't it? Which is ironic. It's just so she funny. She mentioned it the other day. She's like, <laughs> she's like, remember when I used to always tell you that I knew someday you'd be back in the church? And I was like, have fun getting married to your girlfriend next month. <laughs> <laughs> they got their marriage license today. Oh, did they? Yeah. No, I always no. think it's very funny that two women who went on missions. Right. And met at a church activity are getting married. Yeah. But we love you. And we support you. Oh well, of course. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I, yeah, I'm not talking bad. I just, it's, it's just ironic. <laughs> it's just funny. But yeah. she mentioned that it was ironic. I'm like, true. That because yeah. <laughs> so I remember ironic. having when she first got home from her mission, she's just like, I just know someday, and I was like, Yeah, okay, yeah. Which, but that's I've always had the approach of, I mean, I'm gonna make my own decisions, and I kind of had to, I had to like flip that switch when I was pretty young. Yeah. To be like, I have to kind of let go of other people's opinions of me, family included, because I have to do whatever makes me happy. Right. And that's benefited me in a lot of ways in life. But I also think that, not that it helps or hurts, but it's different because you were the youngest and you were at home like three years young, three years longer, two or three years longer than me, which I was the next. True. The yeah. next one. So you had like a lot of time to just be with friends and just do your own thing. Yeah, Whereas, well, like, and I always it had was, another sibling. It was a lot know. different in a lot of ways because I mean, I was also mom was working for longer yeah. in my life than anyone oh, else's, sure. and like it was just, and I, I mean, not that they like gave up, but like they were kind of at the end of their parenting. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, Dad's old. Oh, I couldn't imagine. <laughs> I mean, from I mean. From the day I was born, I couldn't imagine. Let alone when I was a teenager uh, dealing with me being like, all grumpy if and we only hormonal. Have two kids, no. which that's our plan, or AJ's plan. We'll <laughs> see what happens. Um, then we'll be ha we'll have adult children like 
when we're very young. That's uh, like Leanne, yeah, yeah, same thing. So it's just like okay. Well, that's the whole that's the whole um, uh, pro and con of having kids when you're younger or older. Yeah, I mean, in you got the theory, stamina when you're in, young. Well, I mean, in theory. <laughs> Dad could have done all sorts of things when he was younger, traveled the world and focused on his career and whatever dad did. I don't yeah. know because he doesn't really talk about I it. I know. We need to know more. And then you these have years to these years. And then you have years. kids later and you have less of time when you're retired. But then there's a flip side where you're like, get it all out of the way. Yeah. But then you're older when you're doing those things. But maybe right. you're more established. You have a career. You have retirement. Well, so it's like. It's mm. like if you look at grandma and papa, they got married pretty young, but yeah. they did all the traveling when they were when their kids were gone and yeah. they got to do all the fun things they wanted to do so i don't know there's benefits to to that but also there's nothing to say that you can't do all that with your kids like no that's if true you prioritize that no you yeah can, I agree. you can hike and you can go to different countries you know if you have the money <laughs> which we're, we're telling rory that we can't even go to disneyland until he's 10 <laughs> he keeps telling us are you sure and we're like oh we better be sure might as because... well go and you can remember <laughs> i know I know, because by that time Charlie will be like six, so it'll be a good, a good age. Yeah. Because man, can you imagine taking like a two-year-old to Disneyland? No, I don't, I don't get the point. Care. I don't get the point. Yeah. <laughs> when I see people take their really young kids, I'm like, why? I'm like, they'll never remember. They'll see pictures someday, but yeah. that's about it. Because I, I the last time I was in Disneyland was when I was seven, but. Uh, I mean, I, think I was I was two or something. I was re- yeah, I was a baby. But, but then I like I guess the caveat is that we went to Disney World, so. Yeah, but even I barely, I mean, I, I honestly Monday, don't so. remember that. I mean, like, there's Pieces. snippets of, like... <laughs> yeah. I remember being I like, this At is At this so point, cool. I really don't remember anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But look I, at the pictures. I have a bad yourself. childhood memory. I don't remember much from my childhood. It's kind of weird. Because <laughs> Kira will remember. She's like, yeah, when I was six, we did this, and it was fun, and this is where... And I was like... <laughs> Oh. Like no, I'm like I... <laughs> that's funny Nothing. because Rory, AJ, and I switch off nights, putting him to bed, and so I read him books or like read books with him, and he asks AJ doesn't like reading books, so he's like, I'll tell you a story from my life <laughs> or whatever, and so I'm like, Dad, tell me a story from your life, and AJ's like, Could you give me a prompt? Because <laughs> I can't really just pull it out and just like tell you a story. Like I just don't remember that clearly. But no, yeah, I wrote a paper about when I chopped. Tip my finger off. And I sent it to dad to edit it and mom read it. And she's like, that's not really how it happened. I'm like, I don't know. And I was like, I told my teacher I didn't really know. And she's just like, no one else knows. And I'm right. like, perfect. Writing, oh my gosh. Writing is so funny in that way. You're like, I could say whatever I want. People are not going to. Oh, yeah. That's what that was. She's no. like, whatever your truth is. like <laughs> Right. That's what, what is, you remember. Yeah. What is it? I mean, it doesn't. It's it not even supposed to be fact um, factual. It's just, you know, it's a narrative. It's just, right. you know, a story. And I was like. Cool. Those are kind of my favorite things to write. I wrote the intro to this, not the intro, the description of this oh, podcast. Oh, sure, we should have mentioned so, that. I know. Thank you very much. No, Claire asked me to uh, say a, to- a toast, I guess. A toast? At her wedding or her reception. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And I told mom and she was like, oh, that's an interesting choice. And I was like, <laughs> what? She was like, no, I mean, you're really bad at public speaking. And I was like, I mean, I, I still don't feel better about what you just yeah. said to me. She's like, you're good at writing, I promise. I'm like, okay. <laughs> no, I remember you guys brought that up because she asked someone else to do something, right? Leanne's they, they reading asked. something. Oh, okay, yeah. And yeah. So. And I looked her dead in the eyes and I said, please. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to do anything. Right. Like, I'll, I'm happy mm-hmm. just showing up and being there, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. So, I I mean, I like sometimes I'll be thinking about it when I'm falling asleep and then I have to like write stuff down. 
I have like. Oh yeah, it, they didn't give you a topic or anything. It's just kind of like she's a, like just talk about our lives and how we grew up together. And I'm like, I guess. So about Claire specifically, then. I know, right? Because I don't. I I think that's pretty much. I would assume Kelly's having her siblings say something. Yeah, I was gonna say something about how like when <laughs> when I was dating AJ in high school, Claire would be like. She was always our third wheel, like, in a good way. Like, it was fun yeah. times. Now it's Leanne. Thanks, Leanne. Um, and <laughs> she would be like, what do you guys even find to talk to each other about it? Like, we'd be texting all day or we would be together and we would, you know, we would just like each other. She's like, wait, how do you guys ever find that much to talk about to each other? <laughs> and I was like, I'm, now I'm thinking, like, well, you finally found that person right? that you yeah, would true. like to talk to all the time. So <laughs> now you get it. <laughs> it is It is a weird thing. Karen and I talk about that, too, because... I mean, we've been together almost five years now. And we have almost lived with each other since day one. Yeah. And we've worked at the same job for almost five years. (laughs) I mean, with a few gaps. And I mean, a lot of people are like, how do you do it? And you're like, and to us, it's normal because we've just been doing it for so long. But at the same time, we're like, we like so we we don't like anyone. Like we hang out with our family and stuff. Like we don't have any friends. We get annoyed with everyone so quickly. We'd rather stay together. So like clearly we're meant to be. If we can like spend this amount of time and we can't stand to spend a weekend with anyone else. Well, it's funny. Not talking about family. I'm talking about like friends or whatever. It's very hard to find couple friends that you like. We don't have any. We want to. We don't know how. We're like, what do we do? Go to the bar? We don't like going to the bar. (laughs) How are we gonna find people that like going to the bar and then be friends with them? Like. Well, we have, like, um, AJ's cousin and her husband. We like to hang out with them every once in a while, like, once a month or once every couple months. And that's funny because it's, like, they're family technically, but they're more, like, couple friends. Yeah. Because we don't really see them besides, like, Christmas. and You know, like, we're not yet together a ton. But so those are only <clears throat> AJ, like, has um, lots of opinions about, like, my friend's. He doesn't always want to hang out with their spouses. That's the problem. It's like see, and that's the yeah, that's like, the real can, problem. Like, you can go, find one person. Yeah, because yeah. like when I was in college, my friend Carly from Canada, because I have two Carly friends. True. <laughs> my friend Carly from Canada, she got married like the within a couple months of us getting married. Yeah. And we tried to do like double dates, and AJ was just like, I don't like either one of them enough <laughs> to hang out with them. And he's like, I love that you're best friends. But hang out without me, and I'm like, all right, deal. <laughs> yeah, I recall her a small amount. Yeah, but I don't remember her that much. Although I did I see say... the other Carly like a month ago. Oh, did you? Oh yeah, Cracker Cracker Brown? Brown, yeah. yeah, she told me that. But uh, that was weird. Yeah, I haven't talked to Carly from Canada in a long time. But I will say, I'm kind of glad that I had roommates. Carly being one of them in at BYU Idaho, and one of the twins, Claire. Claire was roommates with them, and then I was roommates with one of them. Sounds they were familiar. like pretty in a nice way pretty cheap and so i saved a ton of money because we never mm, went out to eat we like smart. we always did free things on campus i was like honestly so grateful for those people because i would have been like i got loans i can go do anything <laughs> so a trap i know so it was nice that i had some uh, conscious mine was like mine was <laughs> both i was work i got my loans when i went to dixie i was working two jobs and i just had a lot of free time because my class my class load was so like spread out and all very like mediocre not mediocre entry (laughs) level right it's just all you know like your first classes so i had so much so much time on my hand but it was bad combination but hey you learn from your mistakes well when i (laughs) when i was uh 
getting my I did my last class, which was an online class at BYU to like get my bachelor's and it was language development or something. And I had Rory in January of that year and I think I had to finish by like June or July or something. The amount of Grey's Anatomy that I watched in the first six months of Rory's <laughs> life. Like, you talk about distractions. I was like, I need to do laundry. Okay, I can watch Grey's Anatomy uh. while I do laundry. <laughs> and, like, I had never seen any of them, even though there was already, like, eight or nine seasons at the time. But I was yeah, like, I have that. one class to finish, and I'm just not going to do it until the last month. Yeah. And it was just not a great... Not a great uh, last couple I months. wish I could do that with my classes, but get it all done in the <laughs> first know. month. I hate that. Like, that was my math class this semester because I'm in such low math, especially considering how, where I'm going. Right. Where I'm, I asked my teacher literally a week in, I was like, I was like, in theory, (laughs) if I could, could I just like do everything in like a few weeks? And she's like, well, they don't give us the tests until a week before the tests are assigned. And I was like, all right. (laughs) So I do math like literally once a week, every other week. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> I do the whole chapter, Honestly, the review, the quiz, and then the test. <laughs> I applaud you for doing any math because I had to take... So I took calculus in high school. I passed the AP test. Yeah. And then I went to college and I was so freaked out that I was going to fail that I didn't... You know, you could take that test that you can test out of math or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I was so freaked out that I couldn't pass it that I took a, I took a, like a... like I think it was like a 10th grade level math class because I was just like so freaked out. And then I went and switched to BYU and they were like sorry I don't care that you did calculus you still have to do statistics that was the hardest class I've ever taken I don't understand statistics the degree I was in so I like I think I got like maybe a B in that class probably a C I gotta show you this real quick grateful that I was done blow your mind (laughs) sorry we're done but oh so this is what I (laughs) oh my gosh there's like 10 different types of math classes and then like multiple semesters of each. Because I am, I will never take another, I knock on wood, I will never take another math class. Yeah, I mean, I, it's whatever. I like math and I'm sure I'm going to hate it by the end of the time I get my degree. But I do enjoy math and it's always made sense to me. And I mean, the highest I went was physics and calculus. Right. Not AP. And those both made sense to me, and that was just in high school, so I know right. it's not com- it's not the same. But I'm, all I'm saying is, it's it's what I'm interested well, in. Well, so. Rory's like first grade math; they're doing it different, so it's not hard. It's just I don't know how to. Yeah, they they do it. completely overdid yeah. the whole system, right? Yes, I don't know what it's called. Leanne knows what it's called now. Yeah, I don't remember either. Call it new math. <laughs> All right. Well, we went very over. Sorry. Well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Dad's always like, as soon as the clock ticks 60 minutes, he's like, all right, everybody. <laughs> I mean, I could talk for, you know me. I could talk. For I know. Hours. I feel the same I should have my sometimes. own podcast, man. <laughs> hey, why not? What's stopping <laughs> you? What's stopping me? You're I told just... AJ we should do one about like a person who knows how to golf and tries to explain it to someone who knows nothing. Because, man, that would be us. Just you and you and Andrew do a podcast. Yeah. What do you got to lose? Karen and I do one. Kind of. <laughs> Very inconsistently. We really want to try, but we're just... It's hard to find time right now, so, you know. Well, this maybe is, you'll see This is good, and I like listening episodes. to it, so... Hey, I think you'll like um, last week's episode. I think it'll be interesting. And happy early birthday. 
my gosh, I'm turning 30. Moldy moldy. And then let's see, mom's the only one left. And then we'll have everyone. We'll start getting everyone back in again. Well, I don't know. I want Claire and Kelly to come in after the wedding. Right. I want you and AJ to do one. Or I can probably just do one with just AJ. And I've even thought about reaching out to Jeff. We'll see. I kind of want to have a... I kind of want to talk about Carmel on one of the podcasts. Yeah. I just... I You'd probably be one of the better people to have that conversation with. Not Jeff. But I would I like to talk about I don't know how much he... I don't know how much he talks about her. So, I don't know. I don't know. Did you see the paper that Owen wrote about her? Yeah. I'm a very avoidant person when it comes to <laughs> emotions. So I kind of, I, I, it's like the equivalent of like reading it from here, even though I'm, always, I'm reading it still, but I'm like squinting because I don't want to see it all. It's very bad, but no, I want to, I want to talk about it at some point because I want this to be, you know, somewhat of a history yeah, of our family. Yeah, historical, yeah. But I don't know. I guess you would probably be the person. It is very interesting because... The day that she, that we got, like, called to go to her bedside, basically. I, like, recent, not recently, probably, like, a year or two ago, AJ was like, yeah, you never really told me about that day. And I was like, oh, was I avoiding it? Because I was, it's just, it's hard. Like, it's hard to think about. You block things out. Yeah, so I'm like, I'll tell you what you want. Like, I'll tell you anything about it, but I just don't, I don't know. Where were you? At church when they called us. Oh, really? Yeah. I was... In the middle of breakfast rush at Ooh, work. You're like, gotta go, bye. Well, yeah, Claire called me. Well, I saw Claire was calling, and I was like... This is it? Well, I, not even. I was just like, Claire wouldn't call me unless it was oh, important. Yeah. Claire never sure. calls she me, so I'm like, me. she doesn't call me. So I answer the phone, and she's, you know, pretty much is like, it's happening. Yeah. So I literally just, like, dropped oh, what yeah. I was doing, walked to my boss, I'm like, I gotta go. Told him why, and like... Yeah. A very direct way, because how do you? You can't yeah, you sugarcoat can't. it. You can't say. And he's like, My bye. And he he literally said nothing. He's like, bye. And I was like, all right. Yeah. I'm for like, sure. it doesn't matter if you're gonna let me or not. Like, yeah, I'm. I, I will quit. I was like, I'm leaving. Yeah. So, and he was a good boss, and yeah. he was one of my favorite people I ever worked for. Luckily, and he was just like, all right, bye. And he put on an apron, and went and cooked yeah. for me the rest of my shift. But yeah, well, AJ, I think he was yeah. even at the time was like, do you want me to come? And I was like, that was care. I was like, I don't know. You can. Like, I'm not saying you shouldn't. Just Yeah. Because Karen and I had not even been dating for a full year yet. Yeah. So it was that whole... I mean, I think... I don't think she ever... I don't think she came. Um, but she was also working. We were working together when it happened. Right. So she... Like, she couldn't yeah. leave. But... I don't know. The way it happened, I think, was... As much good as it can be. I don't know. That The people that were there, besides a few, were... Who should have been there? That's my opinion. Yeah, I don't have much to um, compare it to, I guess. Oh, yeah, it was neither. pretty much my first experience mm-hmm. with that type of thing. So, Yeah, wouldn't wish that on anyone. No, unfortunate. Mm-mm. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Charlotte will be a year older and Wiser too. not here. <laughs> Dad will be back. Good night, everybody. Bye.